afternoon, everybody. It's a pleasure uh, for all. Tremendous simcha for us, for the yeshiva. Uh, to welcome our brothers Hashem, we have the schus every year, and this year, Mir Hashem, twice. Uh, to welcoming uh, our brothers We're good to have him here for a few hours this afternoon. And as you all know, he'll also be with us uh, for Shabbos. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's about 60 of us. Uh, we'll be together with the Rodin's wife for Shabbos, so we're very much uh, looking forward uh, to that as well. Uh, just uh, a brief word of introduction, uh, not because the Rodin's wife needs it, uh, or he probably wants it, uh, but, but just because Kavad Torah requires it. One of the uh, enduring messages that I remember from my time in the Shear, uh, Rodin's wife in those days often, well maybe not often, but sometimes gave Perky Avot Shurim. Often wanted to give them, but we were often <laughs> too busy in the Masechet. I think that's a fair description. Uh, but one of the most enduring messages of Trachiavos that I remember hearing from Rosenzweig more than once was his interpretation of the mission of Ha'emidu Talmidim Harbeit. Now, even though uh, perhaps on the simple level it's just understood that we want to have a big base measure, we want to have a lot of Talmidim learning Torah, but he was Medayik in the Loshon of Ha'emidu Miloshon to stand Talmidim up on their own two feet that the ultimate job of a Rebbe is not to create clones or to always uh, be needed by the Talmud, but to give the Talmud the skills and the ability to be able to stand Hamidu on his own two feet and to give a certain level of independence. <coughs> but at the same time, as much as Rosenzweig encouraged our independent thinking and our independent learning, um, I always had a sense, um, I think on behalf of the Talmudian, but certainly uh, from our Rebbe, that there was no contradiction between a sense of independence and a true sense of loyalty. And it struck me, I don't remember if this part I heard uh, from Rosenzweig, but uh, certainly consistent with all the messages we were taught this year, that really that this Mishnah has to be understood in light of a different Maimur uh, Chazal, the Gemara and Sukkah and Dav where Rebbe Liezer makes an astounding, astounding statement. Lo amarti davar shloshamati mi Rebbe liolam. I never, ever, ever said anything that I didn't hear from, from my Rebbe or my Rebbeim. And not only is this difficult on its face, there's also evidence in Chazal for it simply not being true. Uh, the Obvious Rebbe Nasson, in fact, quotes the teaching of uh, Rebbe Yezer in which the other members of the base Medrash say, uh, It was such a tremendous Chiddush, it was so creative, no one had ever said it before. So it certainly sounds like he was saying things he didn't hear from his Rebbe. So how do you understand the Gemara and Sukkah? It seems obvious that what's really going on here, and again, I believe uh, this is something that Rosenzweig conveyed to us uh, in many ways, both explicit and implicitly, is that a person can be ha'emidu tamidim harbe, a person can be on his own two feet, and still at the same time, la marti davr shamati me rebi miolam. That is to say, if when you're zochet to have rebeim, who not only teach you Torah, but give you a methodology, a derech halimud, a derech at hashkafas hachayim, a way of thinking and molding your personality, then even when you're ha'amidu tamidim harbe, even when you're independent and you're trying to think on your own in life and in the sugya, but all of it is still coming from the rebbeim, as a hamshechius, as a continuity, from the derech hachayim and derech halimud uh, that you were given. And I am far from the only or the most prominent, but I am Baruch Shazachisi to be counted among uh, the Talmudim who received both of these lessons uh, from our Rebbe, and uh, gave everything he could to us, an unbelievably dedicated Rebbe, 
uh, in addition to everything else, to, to give us all the skills uh, to help us to be the best that we could be. I encouraged our independence in many different ways. And at the same time, I know that I and all my contemporaries from the time I was in Shear, we very much appreciated that independence, and yet still very much saw ourselves, each of us on our own level, as carrying on the legacy, but not just the legacy, the methodology of thinking and hashkafa uh, that we imbibed uh, so many times in and out of Shear. And it is on our own level, I know it's what our Rebbeim are trying to give you on a daily basis, and uh, certainly is a zchus, not only for the yeshiva, but an incredible personal zchus uh, for me, once again, to welcome my Rebbe and Rebbe to all of us uh, to share uh, a shir with us now. Um, I don't want to put a time limit on the shir, uh, but whenever it's over, uh, Rav Rosenzweig has said that uh, I understand you'll be in the base medrash uh, for certainly anyone who wants uh, to speak with Rav Rosenzweig about learning or anything else. And uh, we look forward to the rest of today and then a wonderful Shabbos together. Without further ado, Kavad Rav. Thank you. Two Stender series. I remember this a new phenomenon, the two Stender phenomenon. Two Edom, two Stenders. First, thank you very much, Gottlieb, for a very, uh, very beautiful introduction. Um, I don't take it for granted. The relationship of Rebbe and Talmud is, is really a sacred one. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it always takes, like any relationship, uh, it's a reciprocal one. Uh, it really takes two. And what I've got uh, just described, you know, is, is part of the dialectic that we try to um, uh, generate, you know, to engender in each Talmud. The idea of being, uh, as he said, independent and also uh, a reflection of the continuity of Misora. It reflects both sides of the equation, the Rebbe, the Talmud, and uh, his future relationship with his own Talmudim. So it's uh, a very special thing for me um, when I encounter my own Talmudim who are Rebbeim. Um, and um, I have to say that it's, there's an added dimension of that, particularly uh, when I visit a yeshivot where um, I am Zochet to... Uh, have very wonderful Talmidim from a number of the yeshivot here in Eretz Yisrael um, over the years, and some of my own Talmidim are Rabbeim in those yeshivas, so in addition to the initial relationship, we now share Talmidim, and that is a very extraordinary thing. When, when it comes to Yeshiva Haaretzion, there's one additional dimension, and that is that uh, the personal sense of Hakara Satov, um, both nostalgia but not empty nostalgia, kind of living um, nostalgia that you know I also experienced because uh, I too learned in this space madrash, not exactly this space madrash, but in, in the larger picture in this space madrash, and um, you know the same kind of uh, continuity that Rabbi was describing before in terms of being a Talmud of mine, which I appreciate, is something that I feel uh, in a very uh, living and you know continuing uh, in a very impactful way from being in the base medrash of uh, Mori Varabi, uh, Rav Amital Zatzal, especially Mori Varabi, Rav Lichtenstein Zatzal, whose impact uh, on all of their Talmidim, myself included, is really uh, incalculable. So there are so many elements that really come together 
Um, and every time that I uh, have this course of uh, giving a shir in Shivat Haratzion in English or, or in Hebrew, that um, you know it really bears always repeating. Having said that, um, I understand that there were a little bit of mixed signals in terms of what was going to be happening today. It seems like you know, uh, you know, the office uh, of our yeshiva and the office of this yeshiva had some um, a misunderstanding. So for whoever was put out. As a result, in terms of the timing, etc., um, I uh, I wouldn't say I apologize because I'm not responsible, but uh, I feel badly a little bit, and I hope that you know by this time we're not wasted. Um, but uh, we'll do the shir on Gittin today, and over Shabbos we'll have opportunities to do um, a couple of other things, and we're definitely very much looking forward to it. So the the sugya today, I think, also part of the misunderstanding is that. Um, it wasn't so clear that there was going to be a shir and gittin, although that's what I always was told and prefer. Um, so the Marmakomas, I'm told, also um, came much later. Even I had sent them to maybe a, an imaginary email, I'm not sure, somebody's email, a little bit earlier. So I'll try to be a little bit... Um, I'll work on the assumption that people haven't necessarily seen the Marmakomas, um, at least some of them, and uh, we'll proceed um, with that in mind. Okay, having said that. So the Mishnah says in Gitin uh, Dachat I tried to pick a topic which is a little bit removed from the actual limud, so as not to trample um, the shiurim, you know, that are tamidim kasidram, but at the same time to uh, talk about a topic which is, I think, uh, a critical theme in the entire Masechta and every part of Masechta. And that sounds very ambitious, so we'll get to that. So the Mishnah says on Chavtesimalet that I maybe get Beretz Yisrael v'chalah, but if a person is uh, made a shliach laholacha, very important, that's the institution we'll be discussing uh, more particularly today. The person was uh, appointed, right, to deliver a get to the to the isha, the chala, and he became ill. So the mishnah says, "Harei zebishal kol You're allowed to hand off that obligation. You're allowed to appoint another shliach um, in your place. Unless the Mishaleach, in this case the Baal, the Baal is uh, someone who specifically uh, precludes the possibility of another Shliach substituting. Otherwise, the principle is that Shliach is a Shliach. Certainly in the case of Onus, etc. The Gemara elaborates this question of the circumstances. The Gemara says, Omar of Kahana. We learned in the Mishnah, it says, Chala. Gemara says, Pshita Chalaktani. Yes, that is true. What's the point of that? The Gemara explains, Mao to Seima, Puadin, Afagav de Lochala, Haigatani Chala, Urchad Milsa Ktani, Kamashmul. Maybe the Gemara, maybe the Mishnah was simply referring to the likely circumstance. I'm trying to make it like a practical, concrete case. Like, why would the Shliach not be interested you know, in carrying out? The tzivui habal. The answer is he can't. He's infirm, right? So this is a reasonable case. It's not just some abstraction and kamashmala. Uh, but there's nothing substantive about the requirement of being a cholam in order to justify shliachos <laughs> However, um, maybe that's not the case. Kamashmala. So the gemara says, "Hey, chedam, idamale holech afagav nami." Maybe it depends on the formulation of the shliachos. Then is told Holech, maybe under all conditions, he's able to appoint a shliach in his, in his stead. 
even if he's not ill. If the minui was very specific, so then uh, even being in a state of anus may not actually justify um, pointing somebody to accomplish his tasks. So the Gemara gives two answers. That it's implicit that when a person uh, accepts minuishlichos, that that should be a personal obligation. He should have to implement that on his own. Unless there are conditions that justify some sort of a handoff. So even though he doesn't specify at, still you need the condition of chola. Ibai seima or atoleh. It's the other way. If you say holeh, you have the flexibility to do what you want. If you're told specifically at holeh, so implicit in that is all things being equal. But if there's a situation of anus, namely the only way to execute the task is to appoint someone in your stead. Even Atolech justifies Bechaloshaini Shliachoshashni. etc. Then the Mishnah is quoted again. The Gemara has one last stab at the halacha itself. It's not. Maybe get better. In other words, to simplify things, Shliachoshashliach when it comes to Shliach Lahalacha Beget. For Aminu, Amalishnaim. It seems clear from another context. This context, of course, is not about shliach laholacha, but the creation of the get itself. That there, you can't create a substitute for your obligation. You have to either... Um, fulfill it personally or, or it doesn't get accomplished. So the Gemara gives two answers. It seems to be a stira. I can appoint someone to execute my task or not. So the Gemara gives two answers. The first one is a technical one. Amra Baya, Hasam Taimamai, Mishum Bizoyun Debao. Hacha Baal, Lo Kapi. So Baya's perspective is really that the whole problem here is an extraneous one. Torah says, Vakasav Lasefer Krisus. That implies that the Baal is the one who is responsible for the Ksivas Haget. And if he asks someone else to create that document, it implies a little bit that maybe he doesn't have the capacity, maybe he's illiterate, can't write. And that's not something that we want to spread around necessarily. So it's embarrassing enough that he had to tell the Shliach to, or the Shlichim to create this document. But they, by passing that on to others, are being the farsing, right? So, actually, interesting Moser Haskell in a, in a world in which we live in where sometimes there's too much transparency or not enough transparency where it should be and too much transparency sometimes where things, you know, require a little more tzniyus. So, um, because of that, they made this, they implemented this din that you can't pass off the shlichos of ksivas again. However, if we're talking about there's no default assumption that this is something the Bailam is going to be doing, necessarily. There's no yichus, and there's no tzivui that he should be necessarily the one to give it, nor does his appointing of a shliach imply any kind of deficiency, intellectual, physical, and therefore there's no problem. 
Rav Amar, Mishum Demili Nidu. Umili Lamimsur Lishliach. However, Rav suggests that there's some bigger issue at stake, and this is what we want to speak about a little bit, and that is the principle of Mili Lamimsur Lishliach. We have a principle that Shlucha Shalonim is Kemoso. Right, that means that a person can do things um, remotely, right, by means of others. He can assign others the task of implementing his action, and it can still be mitsura, it can still be connected to him. However, there are limitations on the din of shlichos. Everybody, for example, is aware, you know, that what we sometimes call dover shibagufo is not mitam the shlichos. Like the famous question of the Tosas Rid in uh, Masechet Kiddushin, second parak, you know, why can't you hire somebody or, or just ask somebody, to, you know, to help you fulfill the obligation, <coughs> fulfill on your behalf the obligation of wearing tzitzes or, or putting on tefillin, right? Um, there are certain things that are davrashu begufo. They're not, you know, transmittable. You have to do them personally. They require either the physical or at least the technical involvement of the individual. So, too, there's another principle, which is called mili lomimsuri shliach. Literally means words are not given to a shliach meaning you can't have shlichos on mili. Now, we're not sure exactly what that means. This is the classic example right here, and therefore this is an important fault line in the world of shlichos, and we'll soon see, by extension, in the world of gitin, but uh, for the moment, in the world of shlichos, uh, what do we mean by mili lo mimsuri uh, For example, uh, there's a very big, very important discussion, uh, beginning with the uh, marit, whether or not um, a declaration that is legally effective, that has the, the impact of, uh, of a misa, but it only uh, takes verbal form, does that constitute merely la shliach to to be machkir something on my behalf, or to be maktish something on my behalf, or to be mevatel chametz on my behalf? So there you have a situation where I'm asking the shliach, right, um, you know, to, to verbalize something, or the shliach is, is being, his task is to verbalize. Is that mili lo mimsur the shliach? Right? Is that comparable to the case in front of us? The case in front of us is different in two respects. Number one, the, the real action is the ksivas aget. Right? The mili is the tzivui of the ksivas aget. It's not clear when the Gemara says mili lo mimsur shliach, when the focus is on the relationship between the Baal and the Shliach Rishon, or the Shliach Rishon or the Shliach Sheni, or both. In the end of the day, in the case in front of us, the classic case of Mila Mimsul Shliach, we have, you know, a full package of Milis, if you will. The Baal's communication with the Shliach Rishon is only verbal, and if the Shliach Rishon is unable to, you know, implement the task that is articulated, then what he is doing is passing on that verbal um, instruction. That's mili. And the dibor, the mili here, is just that. It's a tzibui. But it has no halachic status other than allowing for the creation of a certain kind of mice. But if I ask a shliach you know, to be makdish or mafkir on my behalf, right, the makdish and the mafkir might be more than me. Moreover, the issue there is between the Baal and the Shliach Rishon, not the capacity of Shlichos to be, you know, handed off to a Shliach Sheni in the context of Mila. Just trying to exemplify, this will become important 
for more specific Gitan reasons and Kiddushin reasons in just a minute. So the category of what constitutes Mili Lomimsa Lishliach is really very vague, and that is a topic in its own right, not one that we're going to be expanding on right now, but one which is very critical to understanding Shlichos and its limitations and the nature of certain um, articulations or verbalizations, you know, and the different classifications of that. Either way, the Gemara says in the end, my benayu, if the reason that you can't, let this go back a step, so what the Gemara is basically telling us is that the tzibui habal to create a get, the ability to convey that or transmit that to a shliach sheni is a violation of the principle of really lomim shliach. And by extension, we're also being told that there's no problem of mili lo mimsur in the shliach. In the case of shliach osa shliach, if we're talking about shlichos laholachas aget, in other words, the Baal says, take this get, you know, to um, my soon-to-be ex-wife, right? And he hands over the physical, you know, property, the get. Uh, under those conditions, um, the, the shliach rishon Chola, not a chola, whatever the case may be, right, is not involved in mili lo shliach when he passes that on to a second fellow. Now that per se seems like a double pashut, but it's not a verbalization. There's a physical chetzeshoget which is being transmitted from the baal to the shliach rishon, from the shliach rishon to the shliach sheni. But we'll see in a moment that this is important to um, to hide. So that's the gemara skill. Shliach laholacha, shliach osa shliach. Shliach leksivas haget is mililo mimsur lishliach. The Gemara says, "Ma'ik benayu, ma'ik benayu, ike benayu shliach matam." What's the difference between Abaye and Rava? What nach gemina la'maka? According to Abaye, the problem is a technical one. Even leksivas haget, the principle is mitan lishliach osa shliach. However, it's a problem of bizoyon, right? Bizoyon abal. You don't have that problem in shtar matana because. There's no pasuk, there's no expectation to begin with that the Baal is the one who's going to write the, shli, the Shtar Matana. On the other hand, if you hold like uh, the position of Rebbe, maybe there's a problem of Mili Lamimsri Shliach, so that apparently applies not only in Ksivas Haget, but in Ksivas other Shtaros as well. The Beplupta de Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Maratana Eina Kiget, Shmuel Maratana Rei Kiget. That's Adkan, this particular Shaka Vitaria. An interesting Gemara about Shlichos, we've introduced a new concept, we've already raised the question about, you know, given the classical case, which is, you know, extreme mealy, you could say, so are there other mealies that are more moderate, and where do we draw the line? We'll get back to that in a second. But the big takeaway from this Gemara so far, for our purposes, is that Shliach Laholachas Aget is Nitan to Shliach Osa Shliach, and that it is not a problem of mili lobim That's the facts of the Quran. Okay, now we move from the, you know, you know, the basic classical Mishnah and Gemara texts, you know, to uh, something a little bit more exotic. Although I must say, something that is, you know, notwithstanding being exotic, very famous. Um, you know, in the in the world of the Mordechai. You know, um, this is probably, I'm guessing, you know, the, the most well-known or, or maybe the top five, you know, of uh, famous celebrated Mordechai's. So if you're ever not in a trivia game, this is something to remember. 
Okay. So the Mordechai in the second parak of Kedushin. second parak of Kedushin really uh, is very much occupied with the Inyanim of Shlichos. That's where we're the most important locus classicus uh, sugyas of Shlichos Shalom Kimoso, which appear obviously in other places, the sixth parak of Gitin, and other places in Gitin, and you know, in other Masechtas, but second parak of Kedushin is where the Gemara really tackles the Bekoros for Shlichos Shalom Kimoso. And so in that context... That the uh, Mordechai quotes, oh, I see Josh is here, right? Uh, the Kadosh, right? Who had the following uh, amazing um, idea. Pasaka Kadosh mi Drua or Darvash, or how to pronounce that itself is uh, an issue, but not for now. The Osa Shliach al Kadesh Isha Mosala Tabas the Kadesh. If a person is interested you know, in saving a little bit of time, you know, and uh, you know, he doesn't want, you know, I, I said, a different place, doesn't want to go to New Jersey necessarily, you know, even to attend his own wedding. So he appoints a shliach to be the Kadesh, you know, on his behalf. So he gives the shliach a tabas, right, for the, for the Isha, and uh, he sends him on his way. Afil Islas Baderach, then the shliach, you know, uh, even if he can't, you know, execute the shlichus, because he becomes ill, or whatever the case may be, right? or he too doesn't want to go to New Jersey, whatever the circumstances. Um, the question is, can he appoint another shliach in his stead to accomplish this goal? In other words, very simply, is there shliach osa shliach in shliach halacha of kiddusha? So the Kadosh says, Eino yachalasos shliach hacher, mishum demili ninu, umili lo mimsron l'shliach. This is a case of mili, which is Lomimsra Lishliach, and therefore the Kedushin would be invalid. The Shlichos is not effective. Of course, that seems to be astonishing, given the Gemara that we just read, which said that there is a category called Mili Lomimsra Lishliach, but it doesn't apply to Shliach Olacha Beget. Right? The Afogav, the Gabeget, Kamil Shliachos Lishliach, in the Suga that we just read, right? Mili, Mishum why is the shliach osa shliach not mili and shliach halachas aget? Because you hand over the chafta shogeh. That's not mili. That's not the same as a tzivui habal to create a document, a shtar. Right? Hachanami ha'ika mesiras ha'tabas. Mordechai says just exactly the same parallel applies to the tabas. He hand over the physical tabas. Right? He hand over the physical get. The second shliach is going to receive the physical tabas and the physical get. Why is it mili? So he says this remarkable thing, Lo dam, the gabe get isha miskareshes al korcha, umiyad kishiyagig at the ad shliach harev kiilu migureshes hilkach lahava mili. Sheharei hashliach yochol egarshav al korcha, the yad hashliach ki yad haba. Avol shliach kedushin in rotova isha in rukudeshes hilkach havale mili. A very remarkable. Um, formulation, and shita that the Mordechai quotes. So let's uh, take each part, each component, very quickly um, and, and analyze it. In the case of Gitin, because Isha's Mitzkareshes Bal Korcha, right? Now, that is a fact, that Isha's Mitzkareshes Bal Korcha, in the Torah, in the we don't allow that anymore, but in the Torah that is true. No one disputes that. The question is, of what relevance 
is Isha Miskareshes Paul Korcha to the question of Shliach Ose Shliach or That's not an obvious connection whatsoever. But basically, the Kadosh connects it in the following way. Miyad Kishegia Yet Haget Liyada Shliach Harehi Kiilu Migureshes. This is a very astonishing comment because on the surface, it seems to be untrue. Not completely untrue because of the word ki'ilu. But basically, is it true that when the Shliach Kolacha receives the get from the Baal, Harehi, the woman is ki'ilu nigureshes? That she's even close to being or somewhat or comparable to a woman who's a nigureshes? After all, we know that until the get is in the hands of the Isha, Vedasa Biyada, or her Chatzer, or her shliach the Kabbalah, she too can make a shliach. Right? There's no gift at all. When the Baal gives the gift to the shliach the Holacha, she's no longer an HSC, and she can marry someone? Chas v'shal. Right? Is that uh, a violation of HSC and a recipe for being Marbe Mamzer in the Yisrael? So what is, it, what is he talking about? Hilkach lohavimili. He repeats for a second time the ability of the shliach. Well, a little bit of a nuance. The first time he mentions that gerushin can be balkarcha. That's referring to the ba. Now he's saying that since it's ki'ilu higia get liyada shliach, it's ki'ilu migureshes, therefore it's mili because that capacity of Gerushin Balkarcha applies to the Shliach Holacha as well. I should add that the capacity of Gitin Balkarcha by the Shliach Laholacha is not explicit um, in the Gemara, and it is challenged by Sabachon. It's a famous Chuba, the note of Yehuda, uh, in a very famous case where he suggests that if a Shliach Laholacha is Megarish, the Isha Balkarcha, might be because of the Dindra Bonan, that could be a problem of in Shliach Baravera. Uh, or in general, he at least examines the possibility that the din that Isha's miskaresh is Balkarcha is limited to the Baal. But the component of Balkarcha is incompatible either with the institution of Shlichas, maybe, or with whatever it is that, whatever dimension is lost in the Gerushin of the Baal when it's done Ayyadei Shliach. Okay, that's a side point which we're not going to be pursuing, but the, uh, the, the Kadosh here assumes that, maybe because of what he has already said, which needs explanation, that a shliach can be megarish balkarcha v'isha, and then somehow, again, that is part of this equation. And then he adds, diyad ha-shliach kiyad habal. Now the phrase yad ha-shliach kiyad habal could have been innocuous, except its context establishes that it is extremely significant. The reason I say it could have been innocuous is because the, the catchphrase that we use for the effectiveness of all of shlichos isn't that different from this phrase. It's shlucho shel adam kemoso. Right? Per se, if I gave you two expressions, shlucho shel kemoso and yad hashliach yad abaylim, right? you wouldn't think that there's a difference between them. But since the kadosh here is trying to explain that there's some unique status, some singular status to the shliach laholacha, and that somehow he's different from other shlichim, because gerushin as a process, and even its implementation on the shliach, 
can even be Balkarcha, and that somehow Shriyakha receiving the get already constitutes something of the Gerushin. Obviously, what he means by Yana Shriyak Yana Baal is not Shlucho Shonim Kemoso, but Shlucho Shonim Kemoso plus. In other words, this additional dimension somehow that these factors bring to this particular circumstance. Aval Shliach Shal Kiddushin, where certainly we imply Shlucho Shonim Kemoso, since the Shlichos and even the Baal's own effort requires Dasa Isha, in Lotova Isha Enemis Kadesh, Hilka Chavle so beyond the Chiddush of expanding the Hagdara of Mili, because here's a case of Mili where we're talking about passing a physical object from the Baal to the Shliach Rishon, from the Shliach Rishon to the Shliach Sheni. It's not obvious based on the paradigm classic case that that would fall under the rubric of, of Mili, and most Rishonim would take the position that it probably doesn't. Um, in the end of the day, right, we have an enormous Chiddush Lahalacha of the Kadosh, but even more than the Chiddush Lahalacha, the reasoning, right, projecting the centrality of, of Geirush and Balkarcha in this context. The description of the reception of the get by the Shleach Lahalacha as Ke'ilu, uh, an act of Geirush, um, and this idea of some sort of expanded, you know, Hagdara of Shlichus, Yad HaShleach Kiyana Bailam, beyond all three of these components that lead to this, or that justify this pshat, uh, they all require um, clarification. Again, it doesn't matter whether we paskin like the kadosh or not, um, it's a position that is brought in the Mordechai, doesn't necessarily mean that the Mordechai approves of it, but he obviously considered it to be a very legitimate view, uh, and therefore um, we need to understand it, per se, and we especially need to understand it because even if we don't accept the conclusion, it's possible that the components that are reflected by this particular uh, unique shita are components that are part of the bigger tale, even in a mainstream way, uh, of gay worship. In general, Derek Halimut, Havaminas are important, shitos that we don't paskin like are important. You have to figure out whether or not um, some of the assumptions that go into them aren't part of the mainstream. So what do we do with this very difficult shita um, that we encounter? So firstly, I just want to take a step back and make uh, a suggestion of what I think, the, where I think the kadosh was drawing from. And hopefully that itself will highlight a little bit what it is that he means, and then we can go on to the other implications. The first point to make is the relationship between a get being Valkarcha the Isha and the world of Shlichus. Per se, one wouldn't necessarily have made any kind of uh, link between those two ideas. However, the link between Gerush and Valkarcha and Shlichus is something that appears in a much more um, mainstream way in the Gemara and Kedushin itself. Gemara here commenting on the Mishnah, So the Gemara says, the whole institution of Shlichos, as it's applied in particular to Gitin and Kiddushin, where does it come from? So the Gemara says here in Kiddushin, Shlichos Midalon, the Tanya V'shilach, Malamed Shehu Osa Shliach, V'shilcha, Malamed Shehu, Shehi rather Osa Shliach, V'shilach V'shilcha, 
Melamed Shashliach Hoshashliach, which is particularly relevant to us, because we just read that Shliach Lahalacha, right, beget, can make a Shliach, Shliach Hoshashliach. We just read the Psak of the Kadosh, that that's not true, actually, regarding Kedushin. But, so the Gemara says, Ashkecham Begerushin, these Psukim teach us the din of Shlichos and Kedushin, right? Shliach Lahalacha, Shliach Lahabalah, Shliach Hoshashliach, terrific. But, how do you know Kedushin? The Kedushin Minola. Says the Gemara, Bechitem Adiyalif Migerushin, maybe the source is from Gerushin itself. Meaning, if it works, what's good for Gerushin is good for, you know, Kiddushin. If it works in one, why shouldn't it work for the other? They're both, you know, Ishus legal transactions that share that. <coughs> Says the Gemara, and here's the key line Ma'al Gerushin Shekin Yeshna Balkorcha. The difference is that left to our own devices, we might have made the distinction. Since Gitin is Balkarcha the Isha. A makra, therefore, it's necessary actually to create an, uh, uh, an equation between Gitin and Kedushin only on the basis of Psukim. And it's based on the Hekesh of Yatsavahaisa. Makashavai Litsia, Mayitsia Kosher, I'm sorry, Mayitsia Mashma Shliach, Afavayanami Mashma Shliach. So, the Halacha, there are two ways to read this Gemara. What's, the fact is that there was a Havamina, the Gemara thought, that it would have been conceivable in some, you know, in some world that uh, Shlichus would be effective in Gerushim and not in Kiddush. Because of the factor of Isha Vizkarmesh's Balkarcha. We need to understand that. What, again, Ma'inyan Balkarcha, right, Lishlichus. Okay. It's also clear that the maskana is that it's not true, that shlichus works bein the kiddushin, bein the gerushin, based on the hekesh. What's not clear is whether or not, once we understand the havamina, any echo of that, any remaining element or dimension of it, still applies. In other words, to what extent when the Gemara says, that there is shlichus in kiddushin as there is in gitin, the Pashtus is, simple reading of the Gemara, is the Gemara saying the factor of Balkarka is either irrelevant to Shlichus in general, or at least it's irrelevant to Shlichus in Ishus, and therefore even though Balkarka applies to Vyatsa, not the Vahaisa, in the end of the day, that factor has been filtered out, it's been determined to be a non-factor in the world of Shlichus. So any connection between Balkarka and Shlichus is nidcheligamri in the maskan of the Gemara. That's a simple reading of the Gemara. And if that's the case, then the Kadosh has no foundation whatsoever upon which to rest. Because he's suggesting that somehow the factor it's against the Gemara in Kiddushin's maskan. We can see where it comes from, but it's nidche. There is, of course, another way to read the maskan. And that is that the Gemara had a havamina the Balkarcha as a factor in Shlichus. The Gemara's maskana is that even though that still makes sense, we're not docha the kasher, we're saying despite the kasher, there's still shlichus in kiddushin, notwithstanding the absence of balkarcha, because of nakashavayali yitzir. But if that's the case, then it's possible that shlichus in kiddushin and shlichus in gitin, even though they both are effective, operate somewhat differently. Maybe the shlichus of gitin is still more intense and far-reaching, or operates in a different way than Shlichus and Kiddushin, but Makashavai Litsiya tells us 
that the equation between them allows for the institution of shlichus in Kedushan, albeit with a difference. Clearly, that's how the Kadosh understood the Gemara. Now let's take one further step. So what is this Havamina, what is this connection between Balkarcha and Shlichus? The answer, I think, is very important, very simple, but it's important to articulate. The Gemara says in Masechet Ksuvos, the Hain Dalid, that Koshyeshu B'Shlichus Yeshobitznai, meaning that you can only impose conditions on a transaction if it's the kind of transaction that you can also farm out or delegate um, to someone on the basis of shlichus. The Gemara there discusses whether or not yesh t'nai b'nesuin or not. Can you impose, in other words, after Aresim, when it comes to the stage of nesuin, so uh, can you impose, can you say, I'm only going through with the nesuin part, the chuppah part, after she's already arusa, she's an HSC, she did the kiddushin, on uh, condition A, B, and C. Can you do that or not? So the Gemara says, well, koshi yesh b'shlichus, yesh t'nai, then the Gemara discusses, well, what about Kiddush It's not Nita on the Shlichos, but it seems like you can impose conditions. The Gemara says, Iska Shabbai Yislahadadiyah. Very fascinating Gemara. But before we... We're not going to go into all that for a moment, but the main point is, what is the connection between Shlichos and Tanah? So the Balitosis asks this question in Suvasayin Dalin. They say, what are you going to tell me, that the, the paradigm of Tanah is... And the case of the transaction you know, that was involved is one that was Nitan Shlikos. That may be true, but that per se does not justify a cloud. I mean, there were many coincidental details that applied to the story of the Not all of them, you know, were the basis for Mishpatate Tznoim, for rules of Tznai. You have to figure out in any paradigm case. Right, what is trivial and incidental or external or extraneous, and what is intrinsic and, and part and parcel of the fundamental category. So saying that the case of the government happened to be a case that was Nitam the Shlichos doesn't justify this principle. Explain Baletosis. The principle is based on the common denominator between Tznai and Shlichos. And that common denominator is Bakis. The ability to convey something remotely to farm out, in other words, to, to, to appoint an agent to accomplish an action that is nonetheless mitsura to you, the ability to do that implies control and jurisdiction. It's an action that is intrinsically connected to you. You have bilus on your marriage. On, on your marriage prospects. You have bylaws on, you know, disposing of, you know, determining the fate and the destiny of something that you owe. So, if you can shlichos it out, if you could, you know, farm it out, that implies the kind of control that also justifies, in the context of a transaction, changing the terms or imposing conditions. Because normally, one would have thought, when it comes to transactions, that either, you know, either yes or no, right? Uh, who are you, like, to redefine, you know, the terms, especially in a Torah context? The Torah has dinim of mekhumemkar, you know, it has uh, dine ishus. So take it or leave it, right? Who are you to, right, reformulate the the circumstances? But kol sheyeshu b'shlichus yeshu b'tzna. 
if you have the ability to farm it out, namely this is a jurisdictional kind of an endeavor, kind of a transaction, so then you can also redefine or refine the conditions themselves. What does that do with <laughs> The answer is, of course, that the more in control you are, the more that you control the destiny of a particular transaction or institution, the more bylaws you have, the more you can impose the conditions, and the more, by extension, you can accomplish your, your goal remotely. So the Gemara thought, Tulsa Rush doesn't say all of this, he certainly doesn't quote the Gemara and Suvis, but in a couple of words he does say, in Sugidar and the Memal that the Gemara's Havamina was, that in Gitin, there's Bailos and there's a kind of a Tziru, by virtue of the fact he can get his way anyway. This is his domain. If it's his domain, he can do it remote. But Kiddushin is a consensual uh, act, right? Uh, it takes two. It takes the Haskama of the Isha. And therefore, maybe there's no Bailos over legally and formally. I'm not a, a Bailos over the Get process. I'm not a Bailos over the Isha's process. And therefore, maybe everything has to be done on a personal level. Kamash Malan, that isn't true. But again, Kamash Malan Balkorcha is never the litmus test for the intensity of or anything having to do with Shlichos. Or Kamash Malan, you don't need that total level of control implied by Balkorcha in order to justify the level of jurisdiction that you need for Shlichos. But is it true that Balkorcha does reflect greater control and therefore maybe also redefines or refines or upgrades the status of the shliach? That's certainly conceivable. So my contention is that the Kadosh read the Gemara in Kedushin in the, you know, in this manner. That Balkarcha is a factor in shlichus, a relevant one. It may not be ma'akev shlichus per se, but it can redefine the role of shlichus. I think there's another Gemara that contributed to the Kadosh's um, analysis and conclusion as well. But let me make it clear. I'm not just interested in finding the Koros or the Kadosh. I'm using the Kadosh, and Mordechai quotes it, and I'm using these Makoros to highlight certain component concepts which I think are relevant even if we don't apply them exactly the way the Mordechai did. So what's the second component? I think it's also interesting to try to find the Makoros of very um, unique maverick sheet. Okay. Um, okay. The um, Sugin Kiddushah discusses the problem of a delayed Kiddushah. Let's say, uh, typically a Kenyan... You know, uh, it's Misa and it's Kalos typically uh, go hand in hand. They coincide. Right? I, uh, I sell you my, my donkey. I buy your field. I'm a Kaddish Anisha, Right? Uh, doesn't make a difference. Usually, the Misa and the Kalos converge. They come together. However, uh, what happens in the world of Halakha when you try to split the Misa and the Kalos? So that can happen in two different ways. One is Lamafreya. We say, or something like that. Or you could just have a delayed process, or a delayed kinyan. Then the pu'ula, I'm not calling it a maisa for the moment, uh, intentionally. My terminology, but I just want to make a distinction, you'll see in a moment. The pu'ula takes place on day one, the chalos takes place on day 30. So the Gemara discusses the following question. If somebody comes along in between, on day two, 
or after day one when this took place, or on day 29, it doesn't really make a difference. Somebody comes along and they uh, make her a better offer. Right? She doesn't like 30 days, or maybe he's a better catch. Um, so let's say she's Makabal Kedushin from someone else before day 30. So that's clear. If that happens, she's an Ashish to the second one. And when day 30 rolls around, right, nothing happens. If it's Me'ach that's an interesting question that the Gemara discusses, and I'm sure discuss, the Shraga Belivni, that, that's not our problem right now. Okay. However, let's say there's no inter- interfering or competing Kiddushin inside the time period. Let's say nothing happens. Is the Kiddushin Lachar's Ma'am Chal? So the Gemara says, Lo Ba'achar V'Kitshin V'Tok Lamed Ma'hu, Rabu Shmuel, Dabar Chavayu, Mekudeshes. There's something in the halacha called kolso kinyano, which means that if you do a delayed kinyan, there has to be a connection between the kinyan that you did, the pu'ula that you did, and the zman achalos. But when it comes to money, kinyanim, because you would have to repay, uh, that kind of maintains, so even if the original money, let's say, has long been spent, it doesn't make a difference. The obligation that you would have to return it is a mitzare. There's no kolso kinyano problem. The Kiddushin will be chal. Okay. Then the Gemara says, however, what happens in the following scenario? There's no competing Kenyan. But he himself decided to back out. He had another 30 days to think of you know, whether this was the right thing for him. Right? And he, uh, he changed his mind. Can he back out? So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yochan and Machazeres, Asadibur Mabatul Dibur, there's a debate between Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish. It's a larger halachic debate whether Asi Dibor Mavatal Dibor, whether you can cancel a commitment or not. And uh, that applies here as well. So the Gemara tests what exactly Rish Lakish and Rabbi Yochanan Shita is all about. Does Rish Lakish really think that Lo Asi Dibor Mavatal Dibor? That if you make a commitment or you verbalize something that you can't recant? Or does he think that there are certain verbal commitments that assume a uh, kind of quasi-Misa status? Oh. So the Gemara says as follows. Uh, Eisve, Gemara asks a question. Bitel imachelo taram bitel, truma. The person uh, appoints a shliach to mafresh truma on his behalf, and then he recants before the shliach does anything. So the Gemara says, well, if the shliach now wants to be mafresh, he does not allow to. It has no legal standing because his kosher, his uh, appointment, has been recanted. should have problem with this because he says that you can't even cancel a dibor. Oh. Says the Gemara, shiny the Very important Gemara. Gemara says, no, no, no. You think Reish Lakish is of the opinion that every Dibor is sacrosanct, you can't recant? That's not what he means. What he means is there are certain Dibors that are more than Dibors. Even though there's no Chalos, there's Tchilas HaMaisa, or Quasi Maisa. So if I give the Isha Kesef Kiddushin on day one, it's only going to be Chal on day 30, the real reason Reish Lakish says you can't back out is not because any Dibor is sacrosanct and inviolable. It's because... The Pa'ula Sakidushin on Yom Rishon, maybe you won't even call it the Maisa Kiddushin, but Belichalos is more than a Dibor. 
Shine in the Sinas Mosia, the Isha, the Kimaisa Dun. The loss of different about the Maisa. Oh, that's a whole different can of beans. That's a whole different perspective on Rishlakish. So then the Gemara says, Aisve, a Shliach, a Shalak, get the Ishto, the Gib, a Shliach, or Shalak, a Kruv Shliach, Omelo, get Shalasati, a Batalu, a Reza Batal. Says the Gemara, the Mishnah says in the beginning of a Shalak, that you can cancel a Shliach laholacha. You can fire him before he does the... We're going to discuss this in much more detail in just a couple of minutes. This is the main part of the topic. So, if, how can you do that? Right? Now you have to pay attention to the language of the Gemara. When the Shliach is given the get by who? The, the Baal. The Chinesinas Mos Liad Ishadami. The Gemara is comparing that to and yet you can recant and retract it. If Reish Lakish thinks that a, in other words, if Reish Lakish thinks that a quasi Misa is not Nitamabitol, right? And that's why a delayed Kiddushin, right, is not Nitamabitol. So shouldn't he say the same thing about firing a Shleach Lohalachav again? Because isn't that comparable to delayed Kiddushin? Is it? Would anybody have thought that giving a get to a shleich l'halacha is comparable to giving Isha Kesef Kiddushin even with a delayed chalos? What they have in common is that in both cases the chalos has not yet happened. Correct? There's no Ishus and there's no get. But in one case you did at least the pu'ula. It's not mechusar ma'isa or mechusar pu'ula anymore. You gave her a hundred dollars. If everything, uh, you know, uh, if there's no activity... You know, and, and Yom Lamed is reached, then the deal is going to be sealed. The chalos happens automatically. To consider that a quasi misa or a quasi peula is very, very legitimate. It's an interesting legal question. That's why I refrain from saying a misa and a chalos. I don't know whether it's a misa or a peula. I'm using peula to denote more of a physical and misa more of a legal, but that's my choice. It doesn't really matter. It's arbitrary, but you get the idea. But in the end of the day, that's a reasonable... But when the Baal gives the shliach l'holacha, the get, he hands over the get, but not, it's not just mechus chalos. It's mechus of the Maisa Geirishin. The Maisa Geirishin isn't when the Baal hands it to the shliach l'holacha. It's when the shliach l'holacha or the Baal hand it to the shliach l'kabalah v'chatzer or the Yad Ha'isha. And indeed, that's in the very next line of the Gemara. The Gemara says, you can't compare these two things. The Gemara says, right, that, that's not a question of Rish Lakish. Nothing happened in the case of Shliach Lohalach. Now, there are two ways to read this Gemara, too. The Pashtos, the simple way of the Gemara is that the Gemara has this way out, you know, peculiar Havamina, that handing over the get to Shliach Lohalach constitutes some sort of Pu'ula Tchilas Maisa Geirushin. And then the Gemara shot it down, and they said, that, that's not comparable at all. That's a simple reading of the Gemara. Clearly, the Kadosh didn't understand the Gemara that way. He zeroed in, again, like in the Gemara Kedushin Amal. It's both my speculation. He doesn't say where he got it from. This is all my uh, reconstruction. But the, the Kadosh understood that the Havamina is more significant than the Maskam. 
The Maskara tells us that you can't compare a delayed Misa, which is not Mechusa Pe'ula at all, to, to Nesina Saget, L'Shliach L'Holacha. However, that doesn't mean that the Nesina Saget, L'Shliach L'Holacha, is worthless, and that it's just preparatory. It's not only pure Dibur, it's just not as much a Misa as is this. For example, there's a very interesting discussion in the, also the Mordechai, in the Mordechai in, in Gittin. Uh, Mordechai discusses the following question. Can you fire, according to Rabbi Yochanan, we pass like Rabbi Yochanan, that, um, you know, Asi Dibur Mavatal Dibur, but Lo Asi Dibur, of course, Mavatal Maisa. The question is, can you fire a Shliach Bikinian? There's something called a Shliach Bikinian, it's not for now. But a shliach b'kinyan is uh, more prerogatives. He's a stronger shliach than a regular shliach. So the question the Mordechai discusses is, we know you can fire a regular shliach. Can you fire a shliach b'kinyan? So he says, you can. Because the Gemara says that, you know, we pass it like Rabbi Yochan and against Reish Lakish, which means that asi dibor umevatel, even a quasi-maisa, and the Mordechai there, fascinatingly, brings two... He says, after all, for example, a, a Kedushin Lachar Lamed. That's kind of a mixas maisa. And nonetheless, we possibly like our the Asadibor Bavata. He says, and after all, remember the other case that the Gemara brought from the Mishnah and Gitin? Namely, that even though you give the get over to the Shlech Lacha, you're still allowed to fire him. If the Gemara's conclusion was that handing a get to the Shlech Lacha is even is not even in the ballpark, let's say, of the Sinas, you know, most Liyada Isha, Lihiskadesh Lachar Lamid. In other words, if the Gemara completely rejected the idea that anything happens in the Sinas Aget Lishlechlaholacha, then the example of the Shlechlaholacha to teach you about Shliach Bikinyan makes no sense. But if we say that basically the Gemara is describing several layers. There's a classic case of ancient Shliach, of ancient Dibur Mavato Maisa, is where there's a Chalos. Right? The classic case of Osi Dibur Mavato Dibur is when all you have is Dibur. And in between those two cases, you have delayed, where you have a Pu'ula and it's a Chusar Maisa, delayed Kenyan, and you also have another layer, right, in the hierarchy, and that is the Din of. Mesiras chefetz liyadashli, or at least Mesiras haget liyad shliach laholach. So then the Kadosh read these two gemaras. He said, Ah, the factor of balkarcha as a shear and bailus and as something that affects the quality of shlichos, that's alive and well. It just doesn't apply in the extreme way that the gemara thought it would to cancel any kind of shlichos in kedusha. The concept that Mesiras get from the Baal to the shliach laholacha that that is something, I'll call it a chalos, but I don't mean the chalos hagerushin, I mean a something, a halachic something. That is true, the Gemara says that on the Testament Aleph in Kiddushin. True, it's not a maisa gomor, but there's something. So, when you put those two things together, maybe this constitutes mirror. What do we mean by that? I think what we mean is the following. Basically, this is the isod that I want to Suggest and that applies to many other things. There's a huge difference between Gitin and Kiddush. And that difference, at least according to some, and that difference, according to some, is reflected by the reality 
that Gerushin is Balkarcha de Isha and Kiddushin is not. One could have said that that's just a narrow halacha. Again, la yule, la fuke, this is the Baal's you know, provenance, etc. But it's a very narrow uh, and a limited dick. The Kadosh, and this I believe others agree with him in other um, applications, was of the opinion that the din that Isha Mitzkareshes Balkarcha affects the whole way that we look at the process of Gerushin vis-a-vis Kiddushin. In Kiddushin, which is a consensual act, everything focuses on the Maisa Kiddushin. That moment, the critical moment, is the moment when he proposes, he hands her the ring, or the money, or the star, or whatever it is, and at that moment, she agrees, she refuses, whatever the case may be. Everything prior to that critical moment is preparatory. It's a hechsher. If we're talking about Kiddush Eshtar, the preparation of the star is a hechsher. If we're talking about Minui Shliach Laholacha, and the acts of the Shliach Laholacha, that's preparatory. Everything focuses on the magical moment of that proposal. I don't mean in the you know, romantic sense, I mean in the legal sense here. Namely, what happens at the moment of the kid. However, when it comes to Gerushin, he has the ability to be Megarish or Balkar. And therefore, it's quite conceivable that the entire process is what I would call front-loaded. In other words... Of course, the chalos hagerushin requires the sinas aget, the nasim biyad. She has to receive it from him. There's no karka. It has to come to her chotzer, to her kabbalah, to her hand. That's how the Torah defined gerushin, chalos gerushin. However, the fact that it is a unilateral daraisa, a unilateral process and decision, may mean that the real megarish, not the chalos hagerushin, but the davar hamegarish is the Das Lagarish. And the concretization of that Das in different phases moving forward. There certainly already is evidence that Nasan Einav Lagarsha, that a person makes a decision right, to, to divorce, but that already may affect certain Daraisa Dinim. It may retract the Matir part of the of the Isha, so we call the Nesuan component as opposed to the Ir. She's fully an Ish in her legal status, but especially in the relationship between husband and wife, the intimate part, the matir part, is already affected by simply nasan eina lagarsha. That could be a hashkafic element. It could be an attack on the kedusha aspect of the marriage. But it's possible that there's a legal component connected to it as well. There's already some sort of, even if it's unarticulated, and even if it's not objectified, even through tzivu yabal lichto v'saget, but there's already an element of Das Lagarish. But all of that is escalated in a very significant fashion as you move to more concrete steps. The Tzibu Yaval Lagarish, possibly part of the Shema, the actual production of a Chetzah Shoget, which we'll speak about a little bit in a couple of minutes, maybe a phase in that. And in the actual Das Lagarish, as it affects the Maisegerishim, it's possible that the first step in that, and the critical step, the step before, the chalos step, or before the biggest step, is the minui, when there is one, minui shliach laholacha. Especially if you take the view that the shliach laholacha has the ability also to be megarish, the isha, bal korcha. If that's the case, so then, again, the writing of the get, especially the minui shliach laholacha, it's like a runaway train, you know? 
It can't be stopped. And therefore, even if it hasn't reached yet its destination, the anticipation that it might, or um, at least you know, some sort of stature, applies already at this early stage. That's what I mean by Gerishim being front-loaded, a Das Ligarish playing a role, and maybe even being considered Tchilas Maisa Gerishim. That's exactly what the Kadosh, I think, is saying. For sure, he's expanding the concept of Mili Shliach to apply it to Shliach Lahalacha Bekidushim. But what he's basically saying is that Mili Mimsrul Shliach applies to any phase of, of a Shlichus which, in which nothing yet has happened. So if I point the Shliach Lahalacha and I give the Shliach Lahalacha a tabas, to you know, to go to these uh, you know exotic uh, wedding halls on my behalf and to be the kaddish Isha, legally, what has happened? The answer is nothing. I've done. I've taken steps which, at the critical moment, extra steps which, at the critical moment, unless I pull back and withdraw, right, will be a basis for representation of me for that critical moment. But if I tell the shliach, go be the kaddish Isha on my behalf and he hands it over to another shliach, then in retrospect, what did this first shliach give the second shliach? Or what was the role of the first shliach? The answer is merely because legally he didn't do anything. But when it comes to shliach halach avaget, if the mesiras habal shliach is already a form of tchilas gerishin, or a more concrete form of das Ligarish, which is an aspect of gerishin, that's not Mili. And that's exactly what the Kaddosh says. Since Gerashit is Balkarcha, the Nasinas Habal Lishliach Haolacha is Ki'ilu, right? Girsha. He understood that the Chalosta didn't occur. He knows that as well as any of the rest of us, maybe better. But what he meant was that Al Pidin, conceptually, that's already considered a stage or a phase in Gerashit. And then he repeats again, Shaharei, after all, the Shliach Lahalacha himself can accomplish the Gitten Balkar. He's a runaway freight train in one respect, vis a vis the Isha. And if so, then not only is there Shluchol Shon Kemoso, but it's Yodo Kiyad Abal. He's not Stama Shliach. He's a Shliach in Gerushin, right? The Havamina of the Gemara is a baby only Gerushin. So the Maskana is also Kedushin. But not in the same way as Gerushin. And since Yodo Kiyada, and he can be Megarish Balkarcha, therefore his role is not merely Mili. He is part of the Gerushin process, and the Mela, the result is that Mili, Lamimsu Lashliach, doesn't apply. The children of Hananel says something very similar. In the Sugan Dafyud, the Sugan Dafyud seems to imply at one point that maybe we would think. But you can't be mevatel shliach laholacha. How can you not be able to fire a shliach laholacha? You appointed him, you can't fire him. Rabbi Chanano has a line very similar to the Kadosh, in which he says that since Gerushin is balkorcha, so you might think that handing again, handing the shliach holacha a get constitutes a committed act of Gerushin. <coughs> can't retract that. Kamashmalan. No one ever needed to tell us that you can't retract a minu shliach laholacha and kiddushin. Because clearly that is purely preparatory. 
And anything purely preparatory is something which is nitan libita. If this is the case, then we can understand many, many other things. We're not going to have time for all of them, but let's just discuss a few of them. So the Mishnah in um, Gitin, the beginning of Asholeach, on the base of Malet, discusses the problem of Beetle Shliach Lahalacha of a Get. And we're told numerous things. I'm just going to go very quickly to some of the Roshay Prakim. There's a lot, lot more um, to dig out in terms of the Shonas and Rishonim and other things as well. But just very quickly. The Mishnah says, Asholeach Get Lisha, Begia Shliach, or Shishalach Achor Shliach. Right, if you want to fire a shliach holacha, so if you bump into him or you bump into the isha, you could say, I no longer want to go through with this divorce. And there is a batel. Kina metzal ishto, shashalach et shliach, or he sends a shliach to the isha, but amala get shashalach di batel, or is a batel. Imi shigia get le yada, however, she already receives the get, shuvani achalabach, well then it's too late. Okay, we'll see in the Gemara. Then the Mishnah tells us that this process changed. A very fascinating Mishnah. So there are several things that need to be explored. Firstly, the Mishnah tells us that before the Takona of Rabbi Gabriel Azakein, they used to uh, they were allowed to be mavatal again shalom isha and shalom shliach, but they did so on the basis of a bezdin. Um, they did so in the presence of the bezdin. The Gemara on Daflamid base discusses whether or not you need two people or three. Itmar b'fnei kamum mavatlo, Rav Nachman amar b'fnei base, Rav Sheshes amar b'fnei gimel, Rav Sheshes amar b'fnei gimel bezdin ktani, Rav Nachman amar b'fnei base lebeitrei nami bezdin karuv. So there are two issues to consider. What was, this is the pre-Takana, this is the olden days. Right? They stopped this because they were worried that the Isha wouldn't find out in time, she would, you know, immediately get remarried, then it turns out, oh, he changed his mind, and that's a halachic disaster. Fine. But what was the old uh, practice? Why do you need um, two or three? Why not just, as long as we know that the Baal retracted and we believe him that he retracted his Nasagarish, well, why shouldn't that be good enough? Oh. So it's fascinating to know. Number one, is this a Dindaraisa or Dindarabon? So the Balitosis on Lam Aleph, and again in Lam Besom base, suggests that the whole din that you require, two or three, is Dindarabon. Dindaraban on Lam base asks this question, so I don't see why you need Adim when it comes to expressing Bitalaget. I mean, it's just a state of mind. The question is whether or not the shliach l'holacho delivers the get in three weeks. When he finally gets there, is he representing you or not? Why, why do you need uh, Adam or Bezdin to establish that he doesn't? I'm talking about before, when there was no concern that you know, she wouldn't find out in time. So, indeed, Balaitosis, bothered by this in their own way, I'm on the base, I'm an elephant on the base, suggests that the pre-Takano was also a Dindravan. I guess to be in fire same, etc. However, Tosis on Lamed Gimel of an Aleph, as a view, that this is really a din in Ein Dabr Shabbat Pachos Mishnayim. In other words, that expressing Das Levatel Shliach Laholacha is a formal din, a formal requirement in Gerush. Wow. Moreover, especially if it is a formal din, and even if it's a din 
it's Pashtus language of the Gemara is that it isn't even the din of Adin. It requires a bezin. Is that a Melitza Bialma? That the Gemara says, Apilu Shnaim Bezin Karilahu? Do we really mean Adin or Bezin? The whole discussion of the Rishonim, we'll go into the details, about the relationship between the view that you could be Bvatal this get, or the Bvatal Shliach get, Bifne Shnaim, and the Sugya in the beginning of Masachat Sanhedrin, which discusses the, the famous position of Shmuel, right? Uh, you know, Shnaim Shadanu Dineim Din, Elishanikra Bezdin Chatzuf. So there's a view in the Rishonim, Gaonim already, or Bachai Gaon, and view of the Ram, Ritva, that's the same din, now that we're really talking about not even a din, but a Bezdin. Others suggest that it's a din in Bezdin, has nothing to do with Shmuel though. And that's for technical reasons. The din of Shmuel is a bezin din imaminus. There's masumata, there's kvios, there's achra'a. But there's none of that in a maisa bezdin of bitl I get in front of. There's no trial, there's no discernment, there's no voting. So you can get away, even according, you don't need Shmuel to get away with a two-man bezin. There's even a very famous comment of the ritva, not the real ritva, but the ritva b'ksavyad, they call it, the rama or the rama based medrash, uh, influenced the Ritva, um, you learn Gittin, so hopefully you know what I'm talking about, uh, who says, well, the truth is a real Bezdin is three Dayanim or two Dayanim? This is a, a landmark uh, comment. It says, really, it's two Dayanim because Acharabim, you know, uh, Lahatos. So if uh, two, be- two Dayanim say yes and one Dayan says no, we Pascha like the two. So really, the Bezdin, that is three, is just there to establish the two. That's, uh, that's the comment of the Ritva Miksavya. The reason why it's a landmark comment, because that's a major debate in understanding the nature of Bezdin. Rabchayim, famously, but it has very strong roots in the Gemaras and the Rishonim, suggested that the din of Acharab Lahatos, when it comes to a Bezdin, is not a din of Azina Basarov. It's not that two, two Dayanim you know, win the day. The din is a din of Rubo Kikulo, meaning a bezin is a bezin of three. When two you know, vote one way and one disagrees and is overruled, the three-man bezin has paskined you know, according to its majority. But it's a majority decision of the totality of the bezin, Rubo Kikulo, not in Ozuna Basar. Anyway, it doesn't really matter for our purposes in the moment. The Balitosis and the Ramban here also disconnect from Shmuel, but they don't tell us what the difference is. So it's possible that this din that you require to pre-Takana is just a din of Eidin, maybe it's just a din of Pirsum, etc. But the more we think that it's either Eidus Davish or Be'erva or a din of Bezdin, we have to ask ourselves, like, what, what, what would be the reason for that? We're just talking about retracting, right, the representational um, status of the, of the Shliach at the critical moment when you need him, I withdrew that. Right? Whatever I gave him, I didn't really give him anything. I just now, default, have made him my representative, which will be significant at the critical moment. If that's the case, do you want to ask a question? I haven't had the opportunity in a long time. But you really want to ask me a question? I mean, you do. No, I do. Yeah. Well, I did. I just um, why, why isn't the last um, the, line, the last line in the Mishnah talking about um, canceling the validity of the Shah? Which star? You mean again? Again. Well, it, it isn't. We'll, we'll get to that in just a minute. 
Um, yeah, I, would say, I would say that's a very good reason why we need a right. No, the mission is about canceling the, the shliach. But the Gemara, we'll discuss in a minute, discusses when you cancel the shliach, which is what this topic is about, what impact that has on the shtar. And then we'll talk about... Yeah, I think linguistically it's a good point. It sounds a little, might sound a little loud, like that. But we're really talking about canceling the shliach. And we'll soon see what that is. Is that an uncontroversial... Yes. Completely. <laughs> Sad to say. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, you know, and it's good to see you too. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So this idea, along with many other of these um, you know, insights into this sugya, seem to imply that the retraction of the, or basically, what's happening when you fire a shliach l'holacha, is not that you are, you know, withdrawing his representational stature at the moment when, when it will be significant and meaningful, but that on the contrary, you are really retracting something that you've already given him. Namely, you've expressed to him, and he is embodying the das ligaresh, and you're trying to pull that back. And hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll go with Cole's question for, for a moment. The Gemara discusses on Lamed Beis on the Beis, what impact this has on the shtar? Um, the Gemara says as follows: Choser megarishbo or eno choser megarishbo. Right? If you're mavatel the shliach laholacha, and then you change your mind again, like a pretty fickle guy. I don't know what's happening in this marriage, but you know he's he's on, he's off, he's on, he's off. So he decides again he's going to go for the gerushin. Does he have to, uh, you know, get a new sofa, buy new cloth and ink? You know, go through the whole thing all over again, or can he use the old get when he cancels the shliach laholacha? So the Gemara says, Rav Nachman Amar Chozer Megarishbo, you can use it again. Rav Shesha Samar Eina Chozer Megarishbo, the Rav Nachman. So why does Rav Shesha really thinks you you cancel the shliach laholacha, you cancel the get? What does one have to do with the other? Right? So there are some Rishonim who think that's an umbina. Right? You don't want to get divorced, so implicitly you're withdrawing the lishma of the get. Possibly. Or, is it possible that the minu shliach laholacha in a get is already an expression, a concrete expression, and a significant legal facet in the geirushin? And so is the ksivas haget. There's some evidence for that as well. And therefore, you can still explain the sheet of Rav Nachman, which you paskin like, which is ha'ilachud v'ha'ilachud. These are different stages. One has to do with the chapter shall get, the other has to do with the process of the ma'isa gerushin. But if both of them are retraction or the effort to retract, or both of them revolve around das legaresh, then the connection is much stronger. And the language of the Mishnah, which sounds like you know we might be talking about the get. Um, is also much more understandable. Because even if it isn't true, and it's misleading somewhat, in some respects, conceptually it's true. Is he backing out of the shlichos? Is he backing out of the get? In order to back out of the shlichos, doesn't he have to back out of the get and maybe even the chepta shall get? The question goes in the other direction as well. There's a debate in the Rishonim whether or not Rav Nachman's perspective is that you can't be mavatel the get, or you don't mean to be mavatel the get, or you don't automatically mavatel the get. This is a huge, it's two days in Tosis here, and Tosis in Kiddushin. It's a debate between the Rambam and some of the other Rishonim. Um, there are different girsos. Is it possible that you can't be mavatel the get, or that you can? 
after all, as some Rishonim put it, you, you, you generate a Sefer Torah, right? One of the things that you require is, is Lishma. So you invested Lishma in order to you know, establish the sanctity, the Kedusha of the Sefer Torah. And then the next morning you get up and, you know, for whatever reason you want to pull back your Lishma, you can do that. The answer is no. So how, how would you invalidate again? It was written properly. Let's say you're interested in being a numdana. Let's say you're, you're a furash about it. I hereby invalidate the chapter shalgeh. With bitol shliach or without. So that's a debate among the Rishon. So some of them say, well, how, you can't be bevatal the Sefer Torah. How are you bevatal the Shlishma the Gay? Possibly, there's a difference between Sefer Torah, which once it's completed, belongs to, I don't know, is a Chafta the Fianatol, belongs to Hal Yisrael, belongs to Rabbi Shalom. Again, is always your get, you know, uh, it's your Ishus, it's much more of a personalized document. Both are Lishma, but they're different kinds of Lishma, obviously. That may account for the difference, certainly. Um, there's some question whether, you know, there's a difference between the Ksiva or after the Chasima, through the Yosemtosis. The Rav used to think that the issue was that the Get is something you always have bailus on, even after the Chavitza has been completed. <coughs> However, I think there's another possibility, based on what we're saying, and that is this exact um, idea and notion. Namely, a Sefer Torah is a Chavitza and the Ksiba is the Misa that goes into it. The Get is the embodiment of Das Lagarish. And that makes it, maybe, the continuing Bailus of the Baal, or even without that idea, uh, it makes the retraction of Das Lagarish into something which might affect the Get as well. So whether the Get is more independent than it should be, less independent than it should be, two opposite positions may actually flow from the same idea of the same thing. <coughs> the Gemara Daflam Adalit Omidalit discusses the problem of Gilui Daita Beget. Very fascinating cases. Very humorous cases too, actually. Uh, the Gemara has all sorts of you know, interesting stories. Um, you know, the Gemara says that Gilu Baru Iloi Shana Lagita Lagidisu but he sent his wife again Ozal Shlicha Ashkechei Daviyasve the Navla, so the you know, the Shriach came and he found that she was knitting. I don't know whether she was knitting him, a, you know, a sweater or, a, you know, a kippah or whatever it was. Um, so he said to her, Hagitech, you know, how are you? You know, Mrs., uh, you know, Gidol, you know, I hope you're having a good day. And by the way, here's, you know, here's your get. So she said to him, Amalei, zil hashta mia. Like I'm knitting, you know, this uh, sweater for my, you know, my beloved husband. Or maybe she was, she was just knitting. Um, but, you know, please come back tomorrow. Right? So, Ozal So, he went back, the Shriach, to report. Ba'amalei, and uh, Gidol said to him, right, Pasach v'yamar, baruch hatov So, the Gemara says, Abaya amar, baruch hatov v'ametiv, batel gita. He said, you know, baruch hatov but he still wanted to get divorced. And Rav amar, baruch hatov v'ametiv, v'bital gita. So, the Gemara says, Why can't you be gita, v'gili, daita, v'gita, if you, there's an umdana, what you mean, but you're not explicit about being mevatel again. So the Gemara says uh, another story. Right? 
Balkorkein, Sheshes, you know, forced uh, someone to give a get, a marriage that obviously needed a get. Amalu Sahadi, right? So the, the Baal said to the Edim, uh, you know, Rav Sheshes, you know, uh, I don't know if you missed it or not, but Rav Sheshes said, Levatal Gita, uh, you're, you're talking about being Levatal the Shliach, but again, again, Nicole uses the language of Levatal Gita. The Atzuchei Rav Sheshes, right? Gita so, you know, Rav Sheshes, you know, uh, still wanted this divorce to take place, so he, he imposed the another get, or that they give the get again. So the Gemara says, Abaya, Atu Rav Sheshes, Mevato Gita, the Inshihada, right? Iu Batle, Ahaydu Kamalei Hachi, Mishum, the Ponui. So basically, the Gemara says that, you know, um, he wasn't going back and forth. It was the fellow who, you know, really wasn't interested in being Makarish. Right, sending him off to do this mission. Right, they finally told the Adim, you know, put uh, earmuffs in your ears or whatever it is. mean don't uh, that way you won't be able to hear the beetle of the bath. They see he's running after him. Right? So basically, Gemara has a whole bunch of stories of Batal Gili Daita Begat. What's fascinating is, just to crystallize it, the Tosis Rid, Tosis Rid says, I don't understand the whole thing. Clearly, the, on an Umdana level, it seems like we understand that the Baal is not interested in this divorce. Right? So because they put cotton in their ear, so that determines, you know, that, that he has Das Lagarish? We're going to force a get against his will? Tulsus Rid says, what, you need a dekium for, for bitol shliach laholacha? He says, apparently you do. <laughs> apparently, that's what we learned from here, that bitol shliach laholacha is a davr shiva erva which requires a <clears throat> How could that be? The answer is, if we're retracting das lagarish, not just dictating that Das Lagarish is not going to be there at the critical moment, it's possible. The Gemara, right on the Mishnah, Mahmoud Beis Hamadal, has several strange halamidas. The Gemara says, The Kiddush of the Mishnah is, let's say the husband bumps into his wife, or the Shliach, the Holacha, he, he wasn't looking for him, he happened to bump into him, he said, oh yeah, yeah, you're on the way to do the get. Or, you know, yeah, I'm about, he said, I changed my mind. So you might think, right, maybe Maybe the you know he's not really changing his mind. He's just trying to annoy this person. So the Bali tells all the Rishonim are very troubled by. A guy says that he wants to retract again. And you're wondering whether it's Litsugure Is that a real umdana? So the Bali tells us say yes. Obviously, you know, we uh, he's behaving in a you know peculiar enough manner or whatever the history is between them that we believe this to be a possibility. However, it's possible that we never would have said these things in Bitol Shliach Laholach of Kiddushin, possibly, speculating. Maybe the real idea is that, again, if we're not withdrawing his representational status at the critical moment, but we're really trying to retract, you know, a phase or Das Lagarish of Minu Shliach Laholacha, then it has to be Mafurash. If there's some doubt, even if it doesn't pass the threshold of a regular Omdana, it's not enough. Rashi has a very fascinating comment here 
on Latura Kamachabe, which triggered a discussion of the Rajba or Bikinegar, and that is Rashi says, oh, maybe the guy, you know, he doesn't really, you know, want to cancel the divorce, he just wants to delay it a little bit, a couple of months. So the Rajba says, well, what kind of game is that? What do you gain by, by saying that maybe he wants to delay? Right? And say maybe he, you know, he wants to continue the marriage. Then Rabbi Kivager says, well, there might be a difference between delaying and being Mavatel. For example, do you have to you know, write another get? Do you have to be Mamana in the Shliach again? Do you have to appoint him again? Maybe it's just Ichor, it's just a delay. So this question, Rabbi Kivager, Rajma, they all assume that Allah Chalamaisa, there's no difference between a Baal in such a circumstance who wants to cancel going forward or who wants to delay. But some acronyms suggest that maybe there is, although they don't explain it. Mainly, if he wants to delay, he can't. He can't fire the Shliach Leholach. That would have a be. If he wants to cancel, he could. Why can he cancel but not delay? But, if the idea here is that there's a hello, you're actually doing something when you cancel the Shliach Leholach. You are retracting something that you've already begun. You're pulling it back. There may be standards for that. It could be that you could retract completely. You can change your mind. But this wishy-washy, I'm not retracting, you know, the shlichos. I don't need another minui. Right? I'm still going to be magarish, but I want to delay the gerishin. Have a mina. Maybe that you can't do. You know, halfway measures are inconsistent with the decisive uh, behavior or conduct that is required the Gemara also has a Havamina, very fascinating. The Gemara says, Well, Osha Shalach Shlucholam, Alimau de Seymalo, Alima Shlichosayu de Basra, Mishlichusa de Kama de Liftle. Maybe he can, he can fire the guy directly, but if he sends a Shliach to fire him, then he can't do it. Why? Because Law Lima Shlichusa de Basra, Mishlichusa de Kama. They're both Shlichim. Who says the second guy power is greater than the first guy? Kamash Malam. Right, the Kamash ones are fine, it's the Havamina. What kind of what kind of strange Havamina is that? It's not a question, it's not a struggle or a competition between the Shlichim. Oh, he's a Shliach, he's a Shliach, how does he get to? The second Shliach represents the present state of the Das Habal. So the Baal is saying, you no longer represent me in a, in one week when you're gonna deliver the get, or one day or one minute, right? You're no longer, I'm telling you now that you're you no longer my representative. It's not, not a competition between the Shlichim. But if what needs to happen here is something formal, you need to retract, you need to undo what you did, there's something to talk about. Similarly, in the exact opposite direction, you get a parallel opposite in my opinion, you have here the following other strange Havamina, these polytosis think it was strange. And that is as follows. The mission says, but once he gave the get, once the Shliach Halacha gave the get, it's too late. Then he can't back out. So the Gemara says, well, that, that's obvious. He was trying to stop the process, but he just didn't get there in time. Again, the Balitosis were bothered this time in the opposite direction. They said, well, that really should work. I mean, let's say he really pulled out every, you know, every stop to try to get there on time, and he couldn't. So, you know, according to the rules of Dvarim Shabalev, you know, um, Dvarim or Ainam Dvarim, 
you can make a case that that umdana is 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 uh, valid, namely that he is considered to be no longer the shliach representing the interests of the Ba'a. He didn't know it at the time, right? But we know it. We know it objectively. We should be applying it. So Tosis discusses: Is this Dvar Shabalev? Is it a Dindrabanan? What are the parameters of Dvar Shabalev? But it's very possible. Mar doesn't say anything about Dvar Shabalev. That this is a special din in Shliach Lahalacha. Would we apply this whole sugya to Shliach Lahalacha of Kiddushin? Very conceivably, we would not. And there's much more in that sugya as well. The Gemara Masachet Kiddushin discusses the problem of Shliach Nasa'e. The Gemara says, what happens if you want your, uh, your Shliach all to serve as an egg? Right? So you're. you're and you send two shliachim, or one shliach and an aid. Can the shliach be an aid as well? Is he too involved to be an aid? So it's a debate of the Gemara. And the Gemara says, in Dine Mamanus, in Gitin, in Kedushan, we pass in shliach nasei. That's the Gemara in the beginning of the second paragraph. However, there is a Yerushalmi that the Rosh quotes in the fourth paragraph of Gitin, which seems to dispute this. The Rajbah had a different girsun to Yerushalmi and thinks it's talking about a Dindra Banan of Kiyum uh, Get, but the way the Rush reads it goes as follows. Asa shliach laholichas haget, sarich litno bifne shnayim, ve'ena shliach ola bishum shnayim. Okay? If you send uh, a get, a shliach, then you have to give the get before two others, the shliach cannot be one of the others. And then in the end he explains, e'ena shliach mishum shnayim, sharehu omeid b'makam habat. Obviously, he means to say more than Shulcho Shalom and Kamosa. It sounds almost like Yodo Kiyad Habaylin of the Mordechai. Meaning, it sounds like the Rush said that even though Babli equates Gitin and Kiddushin and says about both that Shliach Nasa'ed, when it comes to Shliach Laholacha, ain't Shliach Nasa'ed. He's too involved. Why? Because the Shliach Laholacha, in a process that is Balkarcha de Isha, Right, is perhaps more of a player and therefore kind of a nogeya or baldavar who can't serve perhaps as a name. This question also could affect whether or not minui shliach baholacha requires edem or not. We talked about whether bitol shliach baholacha requires edem before the takana of the mission. What about minui? So on the surface, that is also something that that very same Rishalmi discusses, but for sake of time, we're going to skip that. But just to mention very quickly, that is a debate between the Rambam and Raivin and other Rishalmi. The Rambam in Paragimel of Kasisha Salacha Tazvav, it's a little late so we won't read it, takes the position that Shliach Lahomacha does not require Minui, not in Gishin and not in Kedushin. He repeats this in Paragvav, Hilchos Gerushin. However, in Paragkesilchos Gerushin, Allah Lamed base, it sounds like the Rambam holds that if there are no Ede Chasima on a get, then the Shliach Laholacha would require uh, edis, Edos for the Minu. It seems like a story in the Rambam. Get to him, make a quick question in just a second, a quick suggestion in a second. However, there are some, that goes from Munios, Smag, others, who suggest that we distinguish between Ede Kiyum's require as a requirement in Minu Shliach Laholacha as opposed to minui shliach laholacha of kiddushin. Kiddushin doesn't require a kiyum, and gitin does. And the question is why. 
But again, if we take the view that shliach lahulacha begitin is more part of the process, and that that is already partly an expression of das lagaresh, a phase in the in the gerushim, based on the gemara dafnun test and the rak and the kadosh and the rush, uh, and so on, uh, based on the difficulty and the parameters of bitul shliach lahulacha beget, as opposed to shliach lahulacha bekidushin, then it would fit in very well the idea that we would say that you require the kiyum the mina shliach olacha of get and not of kiddush. Davar velochati dab. We sometimes find salacha that uh, you know when you need edus, you know um, where let's say there are two components or two phases of a particular process that you can't split up the edus. Okay, davar velochati dab. So the question is, does davar velochati davar apply within the process of, of get in any way? So the Ramah, and the Hassan of Kibla Aleph, made famous by the Mishnah Melech, in Paraktes, Halacha Lamed Beis, and Hippos Gerushin, takes the position that there's a chati davar problem uh, if you were to have edim for the minui shliach leholacha, if you needed them, that were different than the edim in the Maisa Gerushin. What does minui shliach laholacha have to do? How could that ever be considered in any way a chati davar of the gerushim? All it is is an establishment of the basically representational authority of the shliach laholacha. But if we say that minui shliach laholacha itself, right, is an expression of das Garish and the tchilas ma'isa gerushim, not the chalos, but the ma'isa in some sense then the idea that there also may be a din of Chatzidavar is reasonable. Of course, anybody who is cholek, it's understandable why they would be cholek. I'm going to have to finish because I've been going a little long, so let me just mention one other issue um, very quickly. And that is uh, something that is related to the beginning of the Masechta, which I'm sure you've discussed uh, in great detail. Uh, as is known, there's a major debate among the Rishonim, a major double debate among the Rishonim regarding the most important topic, you know, in Masechta, and that is the question of Eide Mesira Karsi, Eide Chasima Karsi. We pass it like Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer, that Eide Mesira Karsi, and there's a double question um, connected to that. One is, if you hold Eide Mesira Karsi, right, Bidiyeved, can you get away with only Eide Chasima? According to Rabbi Eliezer, if you have Eide Chasima alone, Right? Is it is it chal or no? So the Balitosis take the position that you can't. That just like Eide Chasima, that basically Eide Masira Karsi, Eide Chasima, I'm sorry, so the other way. If you hold Eide Chasima Karsi, um, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. That's all right. So the question is if you paskin um, Eide Masira Karsi, can you get away with Eide Chasima Karsi as well? So the Balitosis take the position that you cannot. Just like the Madamar holds Eide Chasima Karsi, thinks you can't get away with Eide Masira alone, so too the Madamar holds Eide Masira Karsi, holds that you cannot function without Eide Masira, only on the basis of Eide Chasima. That's one debate. And then there's a second debate, also between the Balitosis and the Rif and Ramam, and that is if you are functioning with Eide Chasima, do you need separate Eide Kiyom for the Davar uh, Shebe'erva? for the get, let's say, or not. In other words, 
According to Rabbi Meir, who holds Eid Chasima Karsi, according to the Rift of the Rambam, who hold that even according to Rabbi Eliezer, B'dyeved, Eid Chasima Karsi, if you hand over uh, a get, Eid Chasima, to an Isha without any other Eidim, the question is whether or not the get is Chal or not. Rabbi Tam says no. Even Rabbi Meir, you know, the advocate of Eid Chasima requires separate Eid Chasima for the Maisek Ereshen, and the Rift of the Rambam disagree. But that's a very long story with a lot of very important principles, and we're not going to go into any of that. However, what we will say is the following. The Rambam seems to have um, a very singular view on this topic. On the one hand, in Perak Aleph, the Rambam says, Paschal's like the riff that I just mentioned, and that is that Eide Chassimah will work with the Eved, and that Eide Chassimah even function as Eide Ki. However, if you look at the Rambam and Hilkos Ishus, Gimel, gimel, where the Ram speaks about Kidushe Shtar, which is the analog of a get. There, the Rama makes it pretty clear that the only way Kidushe Shtar is going to function is if you also have physical, living, breathing Ede Kiyum at the time of the Kidusha. In other words, that even by the event, Ede Chasima cannot function for Ede Kiyum and Kidusha. And the question is why? Nalecha Mishnah already points this out. Yam Shoshloma points it out. The Meiri in the beginning of Masachet Kidushin explicitly quotes such a shita that we would distinguish between Gerushin and Kiddushin when it comes to the effectiveness of Eideh Hasima as um, Eideh Ki. Oh. However, let me just add one other point very quickly, and that is there's another interesting discrepancy between um, the Rambam's presentation of Eideh Kiyum in Gitin and Kiddushin. In the beginning of Hilchus Gerushin, the Rambam counts Eidekiyum as one of the ten requirements of a get, and he also provides a rationale. The Rambam uh, provides a nimuk for the requirement of Eidekiyum. Is it conceivable, says the Rambam, that she's an Eishas Ish today, tomorrow she's Moteris Lashuk, and we're relying on people's word for that, and we don't need objective evidence? So much is at stake for them personally and for Kali Yisrael? Impossible. Therefore, you need to have Eidekiyum to establish that this really took place. The question is, the Rambam formulated the dinim of Kiddushin before Gerushin, right? Hilchus is the beginning of Sefer Nashim, only then Hilchus Gerushin. In Hilchus Hishos, Perak Aleph, Halacha Aleph, he already mentions the requirement of Edekiyum as one of the contributions of Matan Torah to the global you know, history of Hishos, if you will. Never does the Rambam provide any explanation, he doesn't feel he needs to, he doesn't provide a rationale for Edekiyum in Mishas. Why? But I think that both of these issues converge, and a few more for another time. Rambam understood that there's a huge difference between Ishus and Gerush. In Ishus, everything focuses on the Maisa Kedushin. And the Maisa Kedushin itself needs to be elevated by the presence, physical presence, of Eden. That's what Edekiyum accomplished. And therefore, the critical moment for the Edekiyum is the moment of the Maisa Kedushin, and you require a physical, not just a Biror representation of Edus at that. In other words, even if you hold Edekasim Karsi with regard to Shtar Kedushin, with respect to a shvuyeshtara to make it into a proper um, legal shtar, the requirement of edikiyum 
cannot be accomplished by signatures on a piece of paper. But when it comes to Gerashim, right, the Misa Gerashim is basically an anticlimax. It's just the final execution, indeed, what brings about the Chalos. I don't want to understate it too much. But in the end of the day, it's the Bitsua, it's the execution of the real Dover Hamagaresh, which is the Das Magaresh. Because Gerashim is Balkar. For that reason, I believe, the Rambam thinks that Edek Hasima worked in Gerashim. When it comes to the Maisa Gerashim, the anticlimax, what's really important about it, and that's why he needs an explanation, is we need to know definitively that it took place. You don't need the Edekium that are a solemnizing presence that elevate the stature of the performance. This, this performance is an anticlimax. It's, the, it's just the Sof Davar. But what you do need to know is that it took place, that it happened, and you have to be able to rely on something more objective than the party's words, even if you respect and believe the parties in question. Everyone <coughs> says, why do you need Ede Kiyum on the Maitza Gerashin? Because it's impossible that today she's an Ashish, tomorrow she's in the Tarasushuk, and we don't have some evidence about that. But for the very same reason, Ede Hasima are fine. Because Ede Hasima function as Ede Birur on the Maitza Gerashin. That's what every star does. Ede Maksum Malashtar. Nasa commission that courageous of the Bezdin. Even though they're not living, breathing presence, but the fact that there's an Ede Chasim on the hands of the Isha is considered to be Edu's Biror that the event took place. Ah, but what about the Dabra Amigarish, the Das Lagarish itself? Either that doesn't require Ede Kiyum, or what I would say is, for that you have the Ede Kiyum of a physical presence of the Edim. What are the Ede Chasim? They're the Edim who respond to Tzivui Habal. They actually are present and witness Das Habal, the Garish. So for that reason, the Rambam says that when it comes to Gerushim, we need an explanation, but we can also accomplish any Kiyum and Gerushim by means of any When it comes to Kiddushin, the important thing to emphasize is that the contribution of Maimon Harsina and Matan Torah is to elevate Averson into something more than a regular kingdom, the creation of a Kalosishus. And that in itself includes the component of Edekiyu. But for that, you need the physical presence of Edekiyu. Even Edeshtar, even if you paskin Edekasimakarsi, still require, requires the presence of the Edekiyu at the critical moment, the moment of the Maisa Kedushin. So just to sum up, we really were looking at the din of Shliach Halacha Beget, and whether it's Mililamim Suri Shliach, Shliach Halacha Bekidushin, but really that is just a, an opening, a window, right, into a much bigger and broader question, and that is whether or not the factor of Balkarcha in Gitin as opposed to Kidushin is something which has wider ramifications than the din itself. Okay, brings back good memories. Um, probably happened, yeah, more then than now. But um, um, this is particularly uh, accentuated by the times that the Gemara quotes the factor of Balkarcha, even as a Havamina, especially the Gemara in uh, Kiddushin with regard to Shlichos. But according to some, uh, it continues to have impact in other dinim as well, and to highlight that notwithstanding 
the Hekesh of Havaya, the Yitzia, of Kiddushat Gerushin, and in the end of the day, there are important differences that distinguish them as well. And most important, the idea that maybe Kiddushin is focused on the Maisa Kiddushin as a consensual act, and that has impact on how we look at Yitziras Shtar Kiddushin, Minui Shliach Baalacha, maybe even as a Milu Minsur Shliach, the role of Edekiyum, the ability to be Mavatel, um, all that as opposed to Gitin, which is much more front-loaded, where the um, uh, the ability to Megarish Balkarcha establishes Gerushin as a unilateral action, as one in which the Bailin, the Baal rather, has a greater um, sense of jurisdiction. That affects not only the Shlichos, but the way that we look at Enikiyum, the way we look at the Yitzira Sashtar, the relationship between Minui and Bitol, Shliach Lahalacha, um, in Gitin versus Kedushan, and the relationship that they have also with Yitziras Katsashalcha.